Hello, friends, and welcome to the No Bad Shifts podcast, a show for nursing students, new nurses, and all those in healthcare devoted to helping others and making the world for patients a better place. I'm Nurse Suda, your host, here to offer nursing tips, stories, motivation, and conversations with some of my favorite healthcare professionals so we can better learn to collaborate to make the hospital a more positive and supportive environment. Remember, with the right mindset, you really can learn from every day, and there really are no bad shifts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of No Bad Shifts. I'm Nurse Duda, and today I wanted to dive in and talk about the company you keep. So with the new year coming up, this is a great time to reflect. I know a lot of people do. I do it myself as well. And take a look at the past year and the choices that you've made, how you spent your time, things that you wish you could have done better, things you're really proud of yourself for, hard work that you've done, and really how you spent your days and who you have around you. So I know going into the new year, a lot of people set a lot of goals and spend time thinking about how they want their next year to go. Obviously, of course, I am a huge supporter in this. I am also in a position right now to be thinking about where I want to be next year at this time, what I want my life to look like, the skills that I want to learn, the places I want to go, and just overall how I want to feel next year. And so for you, whether you are setting out to start a whole new job, or you are trying to switch floors, or go to a different department, or you are starting school, Or even if you're just still continuing school, but just challenging yourself to be a better student. Or if you just have a goal of focusing on your mental health and the happiness in your life. I think a lot of times we focus so closely on what needs to get done, by when, the steps that need to take place to keep leveling up. Of course, I am so here for all of that and I would love to cheer you on for all these things you want to do. But I do think sometimes we forget how much we are simply impacted by the people around us. You've probably heard it, but they say we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And this is something that I truly believe in. I have always felt it and try to keep it in the forefront of my mind because I really do believe that we feed off of other people's energy. We start to pick up on their mannerisms, their mindsets, their energy, their personalities, their responses to things, like you name it. We are very adapting creatures and I think naturally we just want to kind of fit in and blend in and to morph to who or what is going on around us. So yeah, I do believe that we will become like the people we spend the most time with. We will start picking up on their habits, the words that they tell themselves, how they speak out loud to others, and their level of motivation or creativity. And I really believe that if we're not cognizant of that idea, I think it will just happen and we will probably fall somewhere between the people that we let around us. So I know right off the bat, this kind of sounds like a bad thing, but this doesn't necessarily have to be a damaging thing because if you just naturally surround yourself with people who are motivated, positive, and encouraging, it can automatically lift you up. But of course, at the same time, if we just let whoever around us and aren't intentional about who we're giving our time to, we might naturally be brought down by those same people. 
And I think for anyone who is setting out on new goals or ideas or just overall trying to add something new into their life, I think it is so important to take a step back and to reflect on the people you have around you and how are they contributing to that goal. You know, not only are they just like supportive of you, but are they also helping to give you words of encouragement and like tools and ideas to help lift you up and prop you up higher? And just as much, I also believe that we are very much impacted by the five or more people you surround yourself with at work or in school. I know we don't necessarily get to pick the people that we work with or the people in our classes or our clinical groups, but we spend so much time with these people that, of course, they are going to have an impact on us and our personalities and how we work and really just how we handle certain situations or our mentality about how we go through the days. And now I know that we can't necessarily just like boot these people from these places but I do think it's in your power to decide how much focus you put on certain people or how much energy you choose to receive from the people around you. And I think now is just a really great time to take a step back and just kind of observe people in your life and not saying you have to cut anybody out, but just acknowledging how you feel around certain people and deciding whether you want to continue giving your attention and your energy to these same individuals. When I think back to some of the periods in my life that I was like the most productive or the most creative, I don't just look at how I was feeling in that time and the inspiration that was going on inside me, but when I take a step back and really zoom out and look at my life, I can pinpoint certain people that have pushed me in the direction that I wanted to go and was just really, really supportive of the person that I was trying to become. When I was in nursing school, I remember starting out and spending a lot of time with a big group and trying to do like study sessions and meeting before class, trying to review things. And as time went on, that group dwindled down and down and down until I found like my very best friend in nursing school. And that was pretty much all that we needed. We would wake up at like three o'clock in the morning, go to the library and just like jam it out all morning before class. And we would send each other like motivational things and just be like, don't give up. We got this. Like we're going to get there. And I honestly don't know if I would have been able to make it through nursing school without her. And I think it was so important to be able to like sift out the people that really weren't making me feel good because I know in the beginning I was spending time with some nursing students that were just like really anxious or I felt like we're studying the wrong things or would be kind of condescending when we would like ask questions and I literally remember finishing tests and sitting with all the students like debating about every single question, arguing things, and all it did was add to my anxiety level when I literally couldn't even change it. Like nursing students love to stress each other out, which I always thought was so crazy and was just something that like I could not be around. 
And so I really think it was so important to be able to recognize how I felt around certain people and just like make the decision to kind of cut them. Doesn't mean I had to be like not nice with them or like we couldn't get along in class. But I think it was really important for me to just recognize the kind of person that I needed to be around, which was someone who was also motivated, also like very easygoing. She never, ever made me feel dumb. Like we would both teach each other things. And to this day, we are still so close and still love talking about nursing together. But I think sometimes like if we don't make that conscious decision to kind of limit people from our bubble, we are just naturally going to let those feelings come in. And I would have spent, who knows, a whole year feeling like insecure or feeling like I was dumb around people when there really wasn't any time for that. And along these same terms, like I have just really made it a priority in my life to have the people around me be people that are also trying to level up, trying to challenge themselves, like putting themselves out there. Because those are the people that are going to help push me and bring that side of me out. And actually, like, my closest people in my life include my very best friend, who is, like, the ultimate artist in my life. She paints. She does film. She is writing a book. She just started a business with her friend. And she constantly inspires me to keep putting myself out there no matter what the outcome is. And also my brother is a huge supporter in my life and someone who is also a creative. He is working to keep putting his music out there and reminds me to keep trying to create the thing that matters to me and reminds me of the growth process in life. And one of my other best friends is starting a whole new job in her field that's totally different. And I know she's taking a big leap and it's just really inspiring to me to see my closest people doing this and to be reminded that there are other people out there who are challenging themselves, making themselves vulnerable, and really just trying to create the life that they want to live. So when I was trying to start this podcast, like it was really, really hard for me. And I really made a point to lean into the people that could offer great advice and people that have been in a position like this to put their words out there or their art out there. And honestly, if it wasn't for them and other people in my life who just really see me and hear me and just want the best for me, I don't know if I would have been able to do this. It really did take my best friend my brother, my closest friends, my therapist, my girls that I met in Memphis, my mentor Amy, and just the few people that also knew about this to really trust myself to take that leap. And if it wasn't for all of them, I don't know if I would have been confident or sure enough in myself to do this. So had I not handpicked those people in my life to really give me that like home court advantage, I don't know if I would have been able to do this. So I really try to objectively look at people and take notice of what they are consuming. Like, are they listening to things that are going to make them be better people? Or are they just going home, watching Netflix, listening and complaining about the news or the government or complaining about their jobs? Like, I just personally don't want to be around people like that. And so I really try to limit that from my life. And at the same token, I only try to share certain things with people who are also in alignment with my outlook on life. I have come to a place where I share a whole lot less because 
because people are so quick to just want to give their opinion and want to try to scare you out of things or remind you how scary an opportunity might be. And if we're not paying attention, we are naturally just going to let that affect our decisions or our desire to take a jump or take a leap. I really think that people often give advice through their own lens. Like people don't take enough time to take their glasses off and put your glasses on and see the world from your perspective. So if you are about to try to take a jump or start a new career or go back to school, like be very conscious about who you share your dreams with and your goals with. Because if it's not people who truly want the best for you and can understand where you're coming from, chances are they're going to tell you how they feel from their perspective and push that onto you. Like there's been times I've told people I might want to be a travel nurse. And of course, some people are like, oh, wow, that'd be really cool. You could go do a ton of things and you learn a lot and you'd see a a whole lot of the country. But there's plenty of people who've been like, oh, but wouldn't that really scare you? Or like, oh my gosh, what if you go to a place and you don't know anybody? Or like, oh my gosh, what if it's really hard or you can't handle the assignments? Or what if people are really nasty to you? Like those were never my fears. That wasn't something I was concerned about. But now I kind of am. And I've worked really hard to come to a place where I can recognize what my fears are versus somebody else's. But off the bat, like, of course, I'm going to internalize that. Like that will start to become something that I hear in my own head when I never had those fears or insecurities in the first place. Like I do believe that I could handle whatever assignment I'm given. I do believe I will be totally fine if I go to a place I don't know anybody. And I also believe that if I decide I hate it, I could probably always come back and do the job I have now and I bet that I will be okay. But chances are that people who have said things like that, they are coming from a place where they feel like they would be very scared if they didn't know somebody or they would feel inadequate if they couldn't handle an assignment and that would scare them away. But I think my point is just to be very cautious about who you show your true sides to and who you let in when you're in a place of making a decision or kind of in limbo about what you want to do next. And until you feel like super confident about whatever it is that you're doing, just be very weary about who you open up to and who you let in. When I graduated nursing school, I really wanted to push myself to get a job in the city working in a big teaching hospital. And I tried really, really, really hard for months and months to make this come true. And where I was working as an aide back at home before graduating, they would have been more than happy to bring me on as a nurse, get me trained, and start teaching me. And I could have been working as a nurse right away. However, I made a goal for myself and I really wanted to try to prove it to myself that I could do it. And so I waited and I kept pushing to try to get the job that I wanted. And I just got rejected, rejected, rejected from like so many jobs every single week. And I would tell people that I am, this is my goal. I really want to stay in the city. I'm going to keep pushing to try to get a job. I did set a deadline for myself of March 24th, which was my 26th birthday when I would have been kicked off my parents' insurance. But so many people time after time told me like, you should just take the job, just start working as a nurse. Like at least you'll be making real nurse money. And I just knew what I wanted for me. I wanted to start in a place that I was going to be using all this knowledge from nursing school. I wanted to be challenged. I wanted to be thrown into a big hospital where I was going to soak up a ton of knowledge. And I just felt like for me, the place that I worked for the past couple of years just wasn't going to be enough challenge for me. But not everybody completely 
completely understood this, so they were just coming from a place where they were seeing the situation through their own glasses. Like, they never really took the time to put my glasses on and see how I felt about this and how proud I was to finish school and to get my RN license and to go to the place that I feel like I deserved. And I struggled during that time because so many people were just offering their advice and ideas and what they thought I should do. And, oh, if I were you, I would do this. If I were you, like, be careful when people say that because when they say, if I were you, they are not fully thinking about if they were you and in your exact situation. And of course, people would never truly know what it's like to be you except for you. So I guess what I'm saying is just be cognizant of the people you have around you and what they're saying to you. And remember that you don't have to adopt everything. But at the same time, you are allowed to be the filter of your own life. Like you do not have to let everybody in. You can absolutely limit people and the words that they tell you and the energy they're pushing onto you and you are the only one who truly knows what's best for you. Also, very proud to tell you that I started my very first nursing job on March 4th in a large teaching hospital in the city. And I do know that it was because of some of the closest people in my life who also believed in me and kept pushing me to reach for my dream and what I really wanted that I felt like I was able to keep the faith and make that dream come true. And I invite you to just carry the same filter right when you go into work or into clinical or into your classrooms because we do spend so much time with these people. And just take notice of how people come into the nurse's station, what they're saying, what they're complaining about. Are they speaking about their patients kindly or are they talking bad about them? And now you, of course, cannot stop them or make people act a different way, but I think you are in a powerful position to either accept that and engage in that or just decide like that is not okay with you and you're just not going to participate in it. Like be the person that says something positive when it would be so much easier to just go along with everybody and complain or sound frustrated because I think sometimes that can change the way a group interacts. And if it doesn't, you at least are creating this kind of shield that lets people know that like that's not what you want to let into your life. Or if you hear this, like, just get up and leave and go somewhere else. As a floater, I go to so many different places that I don't get to know people on a super personal level. So I'm mostly just there to do my job, take care of my patients, and I try to just have a fun and nice time at work. But I also worked on a floor for a long time. And I remember just depending on who was working that day used to dictate like how well the day would go. And I think I've tried to come to a place in my life that no matter matter who I was working with that day or who was in charge, like I decided for myself, like I wasn't going to let anybody else's bad energy or bad mood bring me down and let it affect my work. Of course, in terms of teamwork and everything, it does kind of play a role. But I think this can empower you to see your shift in a little bit different light and just promising to yourself that you're not going to allow any of the negative words or the negative talk into your own bubble. Also, take notice of the people that you love to be around and you love working with. Like, what are they doing that's different? And and in what ways can you kind of feed off of this to try to lift the whole mood of a floor? Also, when you see people who are trying to 
be more positive or trying to see the good in a situation, even when some days are really tough. Like acknowledge those people for that. Like if you have an aide that is always optimistic and is always trying their best, like tell them like, hey, thanks so much for helping that family member when I know they were really difficult. And thanks for staying positive today when I know it was a really tough shift. And like thanks for making the best of it. I know we got slammed and some people were not in the best mood. Because I think sometimes if we just acknowledge these things, like it is a positive reinforcement for people knowing that their efforts are being seen and appreciated. And while this might be a very, very slow process and may never change the whole culture of a unit, I do think you have the ability to bring a positive change wherever you're working. So as we go into the new year, I just invite you to take a step back and really just observe people in your life. And whether it's your work life, your school life, your personal life, your family life, like just see how people act, how you feel around them, and give yourself space and time and permission to make a conscious decision of whether or not you want to bring them closer or to create some distance. And it doesn't have to be forever. Sometimes we just need space from certain people while we embark on a new journey. But I just want you to be able to go into this new year feeling loved and supported and seen and heard. And while of course a lot of this comes from us and our internal dialogue, I do think the people you surround yourself with and the energy you let in also plays a major role in your motivation and your ability to go out and accomplish these goals. So over this holiday season, I hope you are experiencing peace and acceptance. And let's go into the new year feeling excited and ready to take on new challenges and to be there for our friends and family who are doing the same. So I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. If you're listening in real time, feel free to reach out to me at Nurse Duda on Instagram and let's keep the conversation going. What are you doing to go into the new year to set yourself up for success? And I'd love to hear what you hope to accomplish in 2023. That is where I will leave you today. I hope you guys have a really great end of 2022 and I hope you have an amazing day and may you find light in every shift. Until next time. <laughs>